Religion has become a personal, bodily experience for me, rather than a repetition of someone else's words. An inward journey that transformed me. A journey that continues to this very day and that perhaps doesn't end. After earning a degree in theology and religious studies with a focus on philosophy of religion, I returned to Dubai. But my journey into the human mind, heart, and soul was not over. Along with conventional methods, I began to study alternative modalities and therapies, including integrated clinical hypnotherapy, past life regression, karma, family dynamics, and the connection between physical disease and thought patterns. I delved into meditation and stillness practices and the teachings of Osho, Jiddu Krishnamurti, A Course in Miracles, and Existential Psychotherapy. The works of Irvin Yalom still reside on my bedside table. When I began to build my own family, I ventured into productivity and time management studies. I had professional and personal ambitions, and I wanted to take care of my family, too. This took me to the U.S., where I trained with leaders in the field of personal development. As I had in London, I again saw how similar we all are, regardless of our backgrounds, belief systems, or geographical locations. In April 2015, my cousin, Sabine Mahmood, was assassinated. She was a human rights activist in Pakistan and the founder of The Second Floor, now called T2F, an organization dedicated to open and peaceful dialogue. She was shot point blank driving home from a community forum about the missing people of Balochistan. While so many world leaders preach hatred and bigotry from the world stage, hers was a voice for collaboration for a resolution that would serve everyone. For that notion, she was silenced. Losing Sabine increased my determination to shine a light on the hand that we as women have been dealt, and to remind women that we are powerful, that we must speak up, that our voices must be heard. The most valuable gift I have to offer is the wisdom I've gained through my journey. In no way do I claim to represent any group to which I belong or anyone other than myself. I disclose only my own personal experience. All other stories are altered so that no individual can be identified from them. I use the insight I've gained, alongside the modalities I've studied, to work with women of every race, religion, nationality, and creed to help them gain a deeper sense of themselves. You can expect the truth from me, and that I'll push you a little, or a lot, to gain insight into yourself at a deeper level than you've dared venture before. I want you to catch a glimpse of your true self and feel safe enough to manifest her in all her glory. The world needs our truth, yours and mine, to be discovered and expressed. This is vital to the survival of all of us and the world as we know it. This book has evolved over the years as I've undergone my own personal development work and work with other women. You and women like you are my primary source of inspiration. Though our stories differ, our journey is the same, back to our own selves, to our truest form of being. If you're not interested in real, deep change, I recommend you stop listening to this book. Because if you put this paradigm-shifting information into action, you will be changed. I am not talking about magical thinking or pep talks with no practical application or result. Our thoughts are indeed powerful, but mere thinking is insufficient. 
Meditating solely on what we want without being fully committed to the greater good leaves us ungrounded and is self-serving. Instead, I invite you to open your mind and heart to a more profound path that will empower you not only to take ownership of your own life, but to bring change to others and to a world that desperately needs healing and direction. Recently, my seven-year-old son asked me, Mom, what is more important, freedom or safety? I would like to think it's freedom. Freedom in a world where women and all people are safe. A world where women won't have to risk their lives to speak up. That world doesn't exist yet, but it could. Those of us lucky enough to be relatively safe, to have a roof over our heads and warm food in our bellies, must step up. We have a duty to those who are despairing and displaced, fleeing in rubber boats or selling their bodies or their children to stave off starvation. We progress as a gender either in entirety or not at all.